A driver loses control of their car, smashing into an Oakland home, and both the car and the house go up in flames. The owner of an RV park in San Rafael says he's shutting it down, but the people living there say they're not going anywhere without a fight. This is my home, and they are trying to kick us out without a valid reason. And a hip-hop trailblazer here in the Bay Area is sharing the lessons she's learned in the industry as she works to inspire the next generation. Good morning. It is Sunday, February 19th. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Devin Feely. Let's start with a quick check of our weather with First Alert meteorologist Darren Peck. Well, we got a fantastic Sunday. You're going to have an even nicer Monday. Make the most of the remaining two days for this three-day weekend. Here's Sunday. It's going to be in the upper 60s. In fact, some of our warmer inland spots in the North Bay will make it to 70. Most of us, though, are going to be doing that number. Mid-60s, plenty of sunshine. If we call out some individual and specifics on here, going to 65 in Fremont today, 67 in Concord. And there's that 70 for Santa Rosa. Tomorrow is like this, and then it gets noticeably colder for the middle part of the week. I'll be back with that in the complete first alert forecast in just a bit. We begin with that car crash in Oakland. A total of five people are hurt this morning, including three kids as a result of the crash. Now, the driver lost control and the car careened across the front yard. It happened about 5.30 last night in Oakland. Several people were outside and witnessed the crash. Police say it appears that the car's brakes failed as it came down Campus Drive. Now, this is where that car ended up. It smashed into a home. The flames from under the car spread to the house. Investigators believe that the car hit a gas line, which then caught fire. Now, once firefighters arrived, they got the flames under control. No evacuations were needed, and overnight, they allowed the fire to burn off gas until PG&E crews could clamp the line. Neighbors say that they've had problems with that intersection before. I've lived here 22 years, and probably about three or four times, we've had people come barreling through that intersection and hit houses or hit the retaining wall. The driver, another adult, and three children suffered what are being described as minor injuries. But two of the kids were taken to the hospital to get checked out. There was no one, thankfully, inside that house at the time of the accident. Oakland authorities are looking for the driver who injured a mother and her young child in a hit and run. It happened about 1230 yesterday afternoon. The woman and her daughter were hit while crossing 34th Street along International Boulevard. The driver then sped away. Now, police are looking for the suspect. There's no word this morning on the condition of the victims. One person is dead and several other people are injured after a Tesla collided with a fire truck that was parked in Walnut Creek yesterday. Now, the driver of the Tesla died at the scene and the passenger suffered critical injuries. Four firefighters inside the rig suffered minor injuries. It happened at I-680 near Treat Boulevard just after 4 a.m. yesterday morning. The fire rig was responding to a previous accident. New concrete barriers have gone up in San Francisco's Cap Street. They replaced the previous metal and wood versions, which had been broken and vandalized. It is the latest effort by the city to deter prostitution on that street, notorious for the sex trade, and it comes after some people in the area called for changes. But the traffic barriers have brought on a different set of frustrations for San Francisco firefighters. The local firefighters union took to Twitter calling the barriers a safety hazard. The tweet says that selfish decisions that put others at risk can have dire consequences. It goes on to say that if you were trapped in a building, how long would you like to wait? Mayor London Breed was tagged in the tweet as well. The city said the barriers are not permanent.
Prepper and actress Yo-Yo paid a visit to the Bay Area with the goal of inspiring the next generation. Betty Yu was there in Redwood City. My name is Yo-Yo. Yolanda Whitaker, also known as Yo-Yo, is the protege of Ice Cube. She signed her first deal in 1990 and shook up the world of hip-hop as one of its first female pioneers. The Def City Girls is in this place. The Grammy-nominated artist wrapped her way into her talk at the Dominique Hoskins Black History Museum and Learning Center in Redwood City. And that's the only way we're going to start growing in hip-hop is to own it. The Compton-born artist shared her journey from the early days of her career, leaving it all behind and going back to school at age 30. She recently received an honorary doctorate degree in humanitarianism. I got rid of the sweatsuits, I got rid of the tennis shoes, you know, I took the braids out my hair. Um, I just thought I was on a different mission in life. Um, but the journey just, it was almost like a, the world saying thank you by giving me back the desires of, of my heart. And that's her love for music. In recent years, she founded the Yo-Yo School of Hip Hop, giving back to future artists across the country. I mean, I'm most proud of that. I'm most proud to have kids who don't know who I am learn to love me and, you know, learn something from me. Yo-Yo is also the goddaughter of Carolyn Hoskins, owner of the pop-up Black History Museum on Jefferson Avenue. How she is still trying to motivate youth and still wanting people to understand the history of hip-hop and how, especially for women, it was never an easy road. Yo-Yo said she's relied on her faith to walk through life's challenges, and her education boosted her confidence. We write lyrics all the time, but, you know, um, I didn't know if I was offending anyone. Now I, I, I spit it because I can spit it from the heart, and that matters to me. What's your favorite song, and can we hear some of it? Oh, my goodness. My favorite <laughs> song is the classic I Want to Be Down, Brandy, MC Light, and the Queen, a Queen Latifah. And it says, um, he was born 20 years ago just to rock those every day. Every day new clothes, look at the cut coupons. Uh, three got the heat so bluffy. Slang it, cat. The city of Fremont celebrated black history and the city's black leaders on Saturday. Do you know what time it is? State lawmakers gathered with city council members to honor seven local leaders, including the director of the Alameda County Food Bank, a technician, a life coach, and the Fremont chief of police. The event was held at the South Bay Community Church in Fremont. Well, I just think that it's very important because I stand on the shoulders of some wonderful men and women who've made some tremendous sacrifices so that I can be where I am here today. I worked hard. In San Francisco, the Bayview-Hunters Point community celebrated Black History Month at a site that some say signifies a win for social justice. The brand new Southeast Community Center was originally promised by the city after a group of activists objected to an expansion of a nearby sewage plant. That plan would have sent 80% of the city's sewage to the San Francisco neighborhood with the highest percentage of black residents. Harold Madison was one of six activists who demanded something more for the community. His son spoke about it yesterday. The city wanted to put a basketball court there. And my father and others said, we don't want a basketball court. We need a center for job training, for education. 
uh, for residents of uh, Bayview Hunters Point. The center commemorates those local activists, and locals say it's a vibrant hub after opening four months ago. On Saturday, it was the route of an annual Black History Parade. There's a lot of opportunity to continue to build this out, and I imagine in years to come, you'll begin to see hundreds of thousands of people at the Black History Month Parade right here in District 10. Organizers hope the parade and the center will attract more business to that neighborhood. Some people in San Rafael are caught in the middle of a rent control dispute. The owner and management company of an RV park of San Rafael near the intersection of 580 and 101 have told tenants that they're closing that park. That's after losing a legal battle to raise people's rents. Now, the owners say that they are losing money, but the people living there, well, they tell our Lynn that they won't be leaving without a fight. There are about 45 units in this RV park. I'm told about 40 of them received the notice to leave by October 31st. My place is tiny but comfortable. I love my neighbors. I have a good relationship with, uh, with all the neighbors. Alex Verneman has lived in this RV park for 18 years. His mother moved in with him about a year and a half ago. He is one of many who recently received this notice. Living here for 18 years. They want to kick you out. Where are you going to go? Where? On the street? I don't have the means for first and last and rent the rent here. This is my home. Roughly 90 people live here. Many are low-income families that work in the service industry in Marin County. Verneman lives on a fixed income from his SSI. My income is $1,300. Rent and utility is about $750. So I live with a with very tight. He and other neighbors say the problem started after the park owner hired a management company called Harmony Communities in 2021. Like most residents here, Verneman owns the RV he lives in, but rents the land for about $575 a month. He says the management company increased the rent by $100. The city of San Rafael stepped in, saying the increase is too high and violates rent control. The city successfully sued and blocked the increase. Now Harmony Community says it's closing the park. Yeah, it has been hell. Hell, you know. It just sucks, man. Right? That's okay. It just sucks. Harmony refuses to use the word eviction. They call it a park closure. Honestly, I don't know. I've lived here 20 years, so I don't know where I'll go. A spokesperson for Harmony released a statement saying the city wants a private property owner to single handedly subsidize affordable housing in San Rafael, but the park has no cash and is losing money every month. Since the city has refused to honor its own ordinance, the only choice is to shut down the park. We anticipate all residents moving out by October and look forward to redeveloping the property towards a higher and better use. My mom said the same thing. I'm not living here, not on my dead body, she said. <laughs> She's 96 years old. I plan to stay here and fight all the way in court. The city of San Rafael is aware of the latest notice to shut down the park. Because it's a holiday weekend, we could not reach them. It's unclear if the city plans to step in.